You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, great to be here with you. Um, obviously, following a Rangers game, uh, leading into uh, a, a Knicks game, I'm kind of like the middle filling of your Oreo cookie this afternoon. We welcome you in 800-919-3776, and uh, we will be with you throughout the first wildcard weekend game that kicks off momentarily. So, of course, if you listen to me, you know me. I'm all about gambling. Uh, how am I playing this bad boy? I like the I like the Browns. Uh, I'm going to lay the two. Number one, they've got the number one defense heading into, of all the teams, heading into the postseason. The Browns are it, and we've heard it time and time again. Defense wins championships, so sign me up. I like the Browns here. They're only allowing 270 yards per game, uh, only a 29% conversion rate on third down. And uh, dare I say, wacko for Flacco, I've said it before, one of the best road quarterbacks in playoff history. Keep in mind, he's been here before, done that, got the free T-shirt, won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, fresh and rested. Uh, this is a Cleveland Browns team that was able to take week 18 off. This system fits him to a T, bombs away, baby, grip it and rip it. That's what we've been seeing from, uh, from Joe Flacco. So gotta love that. Meanwhile, on the Texans' side, young team. Not to take anything away from C.J. Stroud, okay? Love C.J. Stroud. Um, love what he's done this season. Uh, really has been unbelievable. But rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, it is the playoffs. Uh, things elevate here when you get to this this point in time in the season. Also, since 1990, rookie quarterbacks are 11-18 and 18 straight up in the playoffs. This is tough. You go back, 2018, Ravens, rookie quarterback and rookie head coach and Joe Flacco, John Harbaugh, uh, they lost in the conference championship. Uh, Matt Ryan, Mike Smith, lost wildcard weekend. Sanchez, Rex Ryan, lost uh, conference championship. Andrew Luck, Chuck Pagano, lost wildcard weekend. And, of course, now you have C.J. Stroud and, and uh, D'Amico Ryans. So, uh, and again, not to take D'Amico Ryans in the discussion for coach of the year, all due respect. But when you combine a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach, recipe for disaster. So I love this Browns team. Uh, I, think, uh, I, I think they do win today. I'll lay the, the one and a half, the two. It's, it's been fluctuating. And here are my favorite prop bets heading into today. First and foremost, Joe Flacco, over 260 and a half passing yards. Um, he threw almost 400 yards when he went up against the Texans a few weeks ago. They are 27th in yards. Um, Per pass allowed. Also, they have given up the second most passing yards against play action. And if you've watched Joe Flacco before, he's one, he's a magician. He's one of the best quarterbacks in play action. So love Joe Flacco over 268 and a half passing yards. Who is he throwing the ball to? Well, a lot of guys, but none better than tight end David Njoku. Over 53 and a half receiving yards. He runs every in the passing tree there's nothing this guy can't do he's going to be a problem for the smaller secondary defenders that the Texans are coming to the table with he averages 75 yards 75 receiving yards per game uh, with every game the last five games that Joe Flacco has started he's got four touchdowns and five starts with Joe Flacco also throw an anytime touchdown for Njoku and I think you can get that at plus 175 he gets the most looks in the red zone more so than Amari Cooper so those are the prop bets that I like for the Cleveland Browns and for the Texans. Give me Singletary over 63 and a half rushing yards. Yep, I'm over on everything. I think a lot of points are going to be put up here. Uh, this, when, when you talk about a rookie 
quarterback going into a playoff game, especially against a number one defense that gets after the quarterback, you need to run the ball and you need to be committed to running the football. Uh, this Cleveland Browns team has one of the nastiest pass rushing front seven in the NFL. So to try to keep the Browns honest, um, I think Houston is going to go with a heavy dose of the ground game. So, uh, and also the Browns have given up 65 yards or more to a running back in four of their last seven games. Um, five yards per carry over the past three weeks. So I, I do believe that uh, this is going to be a Texans team that's going to be really committed to running the football. And I feel like that just to make it easier on their rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud. So those are my three favorite prop bets heading into today. So again, how am I playing this bad boy? It's about to kick off any minute. So if you're in your car, pull over uh, and, uh, and get these bets in. Again, the Browns, minus one and a half, minus two in some places. I think they win by at least three. Um, uh, also, Joe Flacco over 260 and a half passing yards. Njoku over 53 and a half receiving yards. And Singletary over 63 and a half rushing yards. Okay? That's how I'm playing that. I, I'm also going to use the Browns as a, uh, a money line parlay with the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit later. Okay, and, and, and I will get into, of course, we will get into the Chiefs game and, and, and all that, that that encompasses a little bit later on in the show. I'm with you until 7.30 tonight, leading into your Knicks pregame show, heading into, of course, your Knicks game, and I've got some plays for you as well uh, pertaining to uh, that, that Knicks game coming your way today. So, uh, but we lead into the Knicks pregame show, and of course, you'll be able to listen to that Knicks game uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to regroup. We'll come back, and uh, we'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, let's take a look around Wild Card Weekend, see what's coming up besides just the two games today. Also, some breaking news today because of the weather conditions in Buffalo, uh, that Buffalo Steelers game was moved from 1 o'clock tomorrow until 4.30 on Monday. How about that? 4.30 on Monday. So might mess up your uh, MLK, your Martin Luther King, uh, Martin Luther King Day off. Um, not sure what your plans were. Definitely kind of uh, threw, threw a little curveball in, into my game plan. Maybe it did for you as well. I actually have one of my dearest friends. Uh, her name is Tara. She's probably the biggest Pittsburgh Steelers fan I know. She's going to Detroit for the Madonna concert on Monday. So it really screws up her life. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, let's, uh, let's, let's break down what's going on here in, in wild card weekends. Um, and, and of course with you throughout the next three hours. So I'll keep you posted, give you updates. Uh, I've got the game on here in my home studio. So, uh, I'll keep you posted on, on, you know, the stats and, and all the things you're playing DFS, whatever the case may be. Maybe you've got some other prop bets uh, that you've put some money down on. I'd love to hear about it as well. 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll do a deeper dive into Wild Card Weekend. Cynthia Freeland, we're going to hear from her during, during the next three hours, as well as Fat Jack, professional handicapper, getting you ready for the remaining five games uh, still left on Wild Card Weekend. Also, Moke Hamilton is going to join us at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. We'll talk some Knicks, getting you ready for that matchup. The Knicks taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. And, of course, Joe Wiz joins us each and every Saturday with his picks and his plays. So still a lot more coming your way. And, of course, we're going to talk Giants and Jets. Uh, it's the offseason, even though, you know, the Giants and the Jets are not in any type of playoff 
scenario where they're suiting up and playing today, tomorrow, or Monday, but still a lot of storylines surrounding those two teams. Also, the coaching carousel in the NFL. We're going we're gonna to dive into it. we got a lot of time. We're going to touch, uh, touch base. Uh, we're going to cover all the bases right here on 98.7 ESPN. We'll be right back. Uh, we welcome you in. It is Wild Card Weekend. Cleveland and Houston are off. Uh, you've got the oldest quarterback playing in the playoffs going up against the youngest quarterback going in the playoffs. Uh, that's that's quite interesting, is it not? Um, I think it is. Uh, I just told you, of course, uh, what my picks and my plays are. We'll keep you posted there. But I, I mentioned this, so um, if you don't know, now you know. On um, on Friday nights, I host a, a gambling show. It's called Weekend Wager, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. And um, I, I, I here's the thing. Of course. I'm going to watch every single one of these games. And of course, it's wild card weekend and it's the playoffs and it's win and Vance, lose and you go home and it's baggy day on Monday. All the things, right? Like, and yes, there are interesting storylines throughout, like the one I just said, the oldest quarterback in the playoffs going up against the youngest quarterback in the playoffs. I want to say like was like CJ Stroud was, I don't know. Did he even like go through puberty at the time that Joe Flacco was drafted by the Ravens? Probably not. So I, you got that storyline here. Um, well, oh, oh, also uh, in this game, you've got Stefanski and uh, D'Amico Ryans both being considered favored. Both of them are favored to win coach of the year. So will this game decide that? Probably. Okay. So there's that. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's interesting storylines here, but I just, I'm, I just, I'm looking at this slate and I'm not blown away, but I feel like this has been the story this season in the NFL, to be quite frank, right? Here's another thing that's, that's interesting. When you look at, when you look at the majority of these teams that made it to the postseason, um, the majority of them outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns started and finished with their starting quarterbacks. So there's that. There's that. Um, which, of course, uh, you know, I, I always say quarterback is, to me, the most important position in all of professional sport. Uh, and if you want to call in and argue that it potentially could be like an NBA center, an NBA point guard, or hockey, you know, goalie or starting pitcher, closing pitcher. I, like, you know, I, I think one could make a very solid argument. Um, But, you know, I just, when, when you look at a few things, number one, when you look at teams in around the NFL, all 32 teams and those that lost their starting quarterback this year and where they are uh, compared to, you know, teams that, you know, obviously we're able to keep their starting quarterbacks healthy. Look what we're talking about right now. Oh, by the way, didn't even mention, of course, the Baltimore Ravens and the 49ers who both got the first week by and, you know, had Lamar Jackson and, and Brock Purdy missed three games. By the way, he lost, they lost those, those three games. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, that's not what happened. I want to say Brock Purdy was out. Was he out for one game or he got injured or something like that? No, they lost, um, Debo Samuel and uh, their starting left tackle uh, for three games, and they lost that game. But nonetheless, uh, my point my point being is uh, starting quarterback, I think, is the most important position in, in all of professional sport, and I think it holds true each and every year, and we're seeing it right now here in the playoffs. 
right? So that's the storyline. So to me, that's probably the most interesting storylines for the uh, the Browns and the Texans. As for the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, obviously the big storyline there, and this is later on tonight, is going to be the weather. Weather conditions are going to be absolutely brutal. And how about the Miami Dolphins? I, I want to pull up really quick. Um, I want to pull up their last few games because, uh, you know, the Miami Dolphins, let's not forget, were on their way to winning winning the division, okay? Um, and then they just, they, they hit, a, they fit, the, the way that their schedule ended was just absolutely brutal. Um, they did beat the Cowboys by the, like, the hair they were behind, um, 22 to 20. They beat the Cowboys. And then they lost to the Ravens 56 to 19. They lost to the Bills 21 to 14. Wait, what am I doing? I'm, wait a minute. That's wrong. Right? Yeah, there we go. I'm sorry. Okay, so here's, sorry, I'm looking at preseason. <laughs> So, all right, so they lost in their last five games, they went three and two. So they lost to the Texans at home, 28 to 27. Um, they beat the Jets 30 to nothing. Of course, we know that. They beat the Cowboys 22 to 20. And at that point in time, it was looking pretty good that they were going to win the division. And then they went up against the Ravens. They lost to the Ravens 56 to 19. And then, of course, they lost to the Bills 21 to 14. But it all came down to that last game against the Buffalo Bills. If the Miami Dolphins would have beaten the Bills last week, okay, they would, they would, have, they would have won the division. And they would right now, they right now would be hosting this game in Miami with 85 degree weather. Okay. They'd be hosting this game right now with 85 degree weather. But because they lost to the Ravens in Baltimore, then they lost to uh, the Bills 21-14. Now they have to head to Bob they have to uh, head to Kansas City. And temperatures are supposed to be, I think it's like negative six, but with the wind chill, it's gonna feel like negative twenty. Negative twenty. And you're talking about a, a Miami Dolphins team that um Tua's I, I like I don't even how's two even gonna get through four quarters I, I don't I don't see it and then you've got you know um Tyreek Hill who's saying I'm gonna come out I'm I'm not gonna wear long sleeve I'm gonna wear short sleeves because I don't want I don't want the I don't want teams to think I'm weak whatever that that's ridiculous you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of Odell Beckham Jr. going out there remember that when when uh when the the, the Giants played the Green Bay Packers and Odell Beckham Jr. went out there and who followed him? Idiots. Went out there. It was like five degrees. And they went out there with no shirts on to warm up. So stupid. And this was after the boat. So to add insult to injury. So they go down and hang out on the boat. And then, <laughs> and then, and then they come back and they warm up. Yeah. Um, oxymoron there. Um, with no shirts on. Ridiculous. That's what it reminds me. Uh, you're you're, you're going to need some long sleeves. It's negative 20. Tyreek Hill. You're going to need some long sleeves. So that's an interesting storyline, right? Because the Miami Dolphins controlled their own fate. But what the bed at the end of the season with the Ravens and the Bills. And then now have to travel to Kansas City 
uh, the coldest day I'm sure more than likely of the year up there and and play against a Kansas City Chiefs team whose pass defense is, is quite good. Uh, Tyreek Hill going back home to Kansas City, obviously that's a big storyline. Um, can Travis Kelsey find his Travis Kelsey playoff ways? He's got 11 touchdowns. Here's, here's, here's something interesting. Travis Kelsey has 11 touchdowns in 14 games, 14 playoff games, okay? 11 touchdowns. But he has not scored a touchdown in six games. It's six games. Six straight games have gone by without Travis Kelsey scoring a touchdown. So right now you could wager that Travis Kelsey is going to score an anytime touchdown tonight at plus money, at plus 110. So what does that mean if you haven't gambled before? It means for every $100 that you put down that Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown, you get back $110, okay? Usually an anytime touchdown for Travis Kelsey is minus 200. So what does that mean? It means that for you for for every $100 that you want to win, you have to put down $200 for Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. That's usually what it is. But because he hasn't found the end zone in six games, it's plus 110 right now. I'm all over that tonight, sweetheart. I am all over that tonight. At plus 110, especially a Kansas City Chiefs team. Here's another thing. Kansas City, they were able to, to rest last week. They didn't, they, you know, they didn't have to play their starters. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins, you know, again, they had to play against the Bills. So, um, whether Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, a lot of storylines heading into that matchup. Um, so I, I am, listen, I, I, I am, if, if, you know, obviously because Miami and Kansas city is, is the primetime game. It's, it's, it's obviously the, obviously the most entertaining game, uh, tonight. And, and I, you know, when we come back, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll dive into the Packers and the Dallas Cowboys as well as the Rams and the Lions. Like, don't get me wrong. There are interesting stories. Like, and, and this is what fuels me besides, besides wagering on these games um, and just loving the sport of football um, within itself. Obviously, the stories behind the X's and O's, um, it's, it's, it's live theater. At the end of the day, you know, Athletes are actors and actresses and it's live theater playing out right before your very eyes. Right. And that's what makes sports so great. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's the storylines heading into the matchup and then the anticipation of how it's all going to unfold. Right. And so, yes, are, are there interesting storylines here? Throughout Wild Card Weekend, there are, but is it is it is it a slate of matchups that are have a wow factor? Um, absolutely not. Uh, we will we will dive into some more storylines. Also, open up the phone lines eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Is is there a storyline here that you are most looking forward to? Is there a game? If I was to say to you, hey, there's only one game uh, this weekend that you can watch. Which game would that be? And very interesting as well, I, I want to dive into the whole the Pittsburgh Steelers-Buffalo Bills situation. Uh, this game moving now to Monday at 4.30. So now, you know, two games today, 
two games tomorrow, two games on Monday. The Steelers were supposed to play tomorrow at 1 o'clock. They're now going to play at 4.30. Advantage, excuse me, advantage the Steelers by them playing yesterday at 1 o'clock. So now that this game has been moved to 4.30 on Monday, um, the, the Steelers lose that advantage in regard to trying to eliminate uh, the passing attack of the Buffalo Bills. And the Steelers do do and did and still do have a better rushing attack than the Buffalo Bills. So um, I will share with you how that line changed um, with the news that the game was moved to Monday as opposed to being played tomorrow afternoon. We'll dive into all this and we'll take your calls. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now Joe Flacco already 82 passing yards, so that overpassing yard uh, prop bet is off to a really good start, considering there's still two minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, three carries for eight yards, and he was the one who carried in the touchdown. So Kareem Hunt already with a touchdown. Uh, Njoku, two receptions for 53 yards, his longest of 45. So, again, uh, that Njoku over-receiving yardage prop bet off to a fantastic start. Amari Cooper, one for 14. Again, he limped off to the side. Um, hopefully wasn't carted off, didn't go into the locker room. So hopefully he'll be back in action. We'll see. Also, uh, Jerome Ford has uh, one reception for 11 yards as well. For C.J. Stroud, four of eight for 65 yards. Singletary, two carries for only three yards. Nico Collins, two receptions for 59. And again, uh, the uh, the Texans with a field goal. They were knocking on the door. It was first and goal, I think, like on the three-yard line. Couldn't get in. This is a Cleveland Browns defense, like I said, the best heading into the postseason, so no surprise there. Uh, Without further ado, again, if you don't know, now you know, I host a gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN each and every Friday night called Weekend Wager. Uh, Cynthia Freeland is so kind to join me, so uh, just her and I taking a tour around Wild Card Weekend and talking about the storylines as well as uh, our our predictions and, and how we're playing these. Uh, first things first, how is she playing the Miami and Kansas City game? Let's listen in. The Dolphins, they really just really cross an injury threshold that's really hard to come back from. Because, in between, you know, obviously Bradley Chubb we saw. We knew about Jalen Phillips earlier in the season. But, like, we heard, like, Van Ginkle. And then you add in, like, is, you know, Xavier Howard able to play? Javon Holland's been banged up. Like, there's just so many pieces that at some point, Ricky Mostert, we don't know. Jalen Waddle, like, there's just so many pieces here that are unknowns. And at some point, it's just really hard to play with your second stringers and the other team's first stringers. It just, it is, especially in the playoffs and in those conditions. So, 
while I I really I could see this game being much being pretty low scoring. I think that you know the run game will be important for both teams. I just think that the defense for the Chiefs, which has been their strength all season long, even though they have Patrick Mahomes in that offense, the defense has really anchored this team all season long. So without without their full complement of the the O lines banged up, it, you know Waddles at least banged up, Mostert's at least banged up if they do even play. So this is something where you're like, okay, like a, maybe Achan has a few fun moments, and per, perhaps you take. A look at his props and look that they'll he'll exceed them but apart from that it's very hard to make a strong case for the Dolphins winning this game uh it's it's going to be tough just does, does uh Travis Kelsey find the end zone I think he has at least six receptions I do I think it's to me it's 50 50 if he finds the end zone but I think he has at least six receptions which in that weather is quite a few yes the over under for him is five and a half uh, which, by the way, for him to find the end zone is plus one, plus one ten, which uh, prior like it, usually it's minus two hundred or minus two twenty. It's pretty insane. Right. Uh, on yeah. Sunday we've got three three games and another game where weather is going to be a huge factor, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo is favored by nine here. The over under is thirty three and a half. I just feel because of the weather conditions, I think it's going to uh, hamper Buffalo Bills passing game and the Steelers actually have a better rushing game so uh, even though they don't have TJ Watt I think Buffalo wins but I like the Steelers covering I, I, I like them getting the points I like them getting nine if you can get them at 10 10 and a half uh, all the power to you I have a seven point win for Buffalo so I'm aligned with you I also want to point out that Najee Harris he had he's becomes the first dealer to have three consecutive 1000 rushing yard seasons, which is a really fun stat about him and especially coming off to 100 plus yard games in a row here. I don't think he has that kind of production in this matchup, but I feel like I often don't say enough nice things about the Steelers, so I'm I'm on a mission this week to be like, here's some things that I like about the Steelers. <laughs> and obviously losing TJ Watt is so massive. I mean, 19 sacks really is just, you can't replace that. Right, right. Okay, so we're on the same we're on the same wavelength there. I, I like I like a Najee Harris uh, anytime touchdown. Also, I like over fourteen and a half carries. I, I think the Steelers are going to run the football, and they run the football a lot with Najee since Mason Rudolph has taken over. So, uh, in, any prop bets here? Do you like the Najee Harris anytime touchdown? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I also think. Looking on the other side, I think a Josh Allen rushing touchdown is a mm. is a pretty smart play in this matchup. With the cold the way it is, with the fact that, you know, perhaps he, he this is one where at home in front of the home crowd, they weren't supposed to be here. They're, you know, they they weren't supposed to get the two seed. Like they, you know, it's been a rough season. I just think a rushing touchdown against this front, which doesn't it's not like they're not gonna be able to pressure at all. It just becomes less likely to be an effective pressure without tj watt it's still going to be important and you know what josh allen is not going to get himself in that position where he could potentially throw one of those interceptions in the end zone again we already saw two of those last week i don't think he wants to relive that i think he rushes it in love it love it green bay packers going up against the dallas cowboys cowboys at home favored by seven the over under is 50 and a half green bay's look good the last few weeks dallas they are just a, a different team at home what do you make of this matchup and this line? Uh, what side are you on here? I think that it's a pretty significant win for the Cowboys for a couple of reasons, but 
not the least of which is that Jair Alexander is again on the injury report. Even when he's been playing this season, clearly something's wrong. Uh, he's not super healthy. He's not doesn't have the same type of response that we're used to. And I, I watched C.D. Lamb become work his way to be an All Pro, like on with every single snap. I mean, this is the guy who, for two consecutive seasons, has been the most productive out of the slot. And now you add on like being the only guy to have like 600 receiving yards also out wide and in the slot this season, like that's a, that's a pretty significant problem for any, for any defense, let alone one that's, you know, suspect in the secondary and, and banged up. And by the way, uh, the run defense, I know in their three game win streak, the Packers run defense has looked pretty great and they were able to really shut the bears down in that capacity, but zoom out a little bit. And you'll see that in terms of allowing you know, rushing yards over expected, they actually ranked 24th since week 10. So it's, it's, they're not as, the run defense has, has had some success, but they've also had some not success. So I think that you'll, you'll see both of those things, especially with, with CD Lamb, you'll see a, a decrease in their effectiveness in the run, in run stopping. And, uh, and last but not least, well, I do want to ask you about Monday's game with the Eagles and in, in, in the box, but on Sunday, uh, this is the evening game. I'm really excited for this one, man. Uh, the Rams really impressed me this year, Cynthia. I, I was not expecting this from them. I thought they sold their, their souls to the devil to win the Super Bowl, and this was going to be a rebuild year. But look at them now. Uh, they're heading to Detroit to take on your Lions. The Lions are favored Ugh. by three. The over-under is 51.5. I have to – my, my play here, I, I'm probably going to buy the hook up, and I'm going to take the Rams plus three and a half. And also, I'm going to use them as a teaser and tease them up to plus nine. I do like the Lions winning, but I, I think I think this is going to be a real close call uh, down the stretch. I think I think this game is is going to be decided by three points, if not fewer. Yeah, I don't love this one. I feel like it's going to be really difficult on my gut. I'm not eating anything earlier in the day because I feel like I'm just going to be so nervous. Um, a couple of things here do stand out to me. The first is. They kind of have some similarities, which is funny, um, like these in-breaking routes, like crossers, et cetera. Both quarterbacks have been really exceptional at them. Jared Goff, actually, the third best quarterback in terms of yards earned on such routes. Same with Amon Ross St. Brown. So, And you're looking at whose defense gives them up. The answer is both of their defenses aren't great against in-breaking routes. But I'm looking at these, this Lions team and the O-line, and I think the trenches make the difference. Kobe Turner rookie defensive tackle has had an outstanding year should at least be in consideration for defensive rookie of the year staying next to Aaron Donald makes your life easier but hey he really exceeded expectations he won't win the award but at least you should know the name however what the Lions do with their O-line especially on the interior the uh, the number of times that they really like bring in an extra O-lineman or use a fullback or use some ver version of David Montgomery picking up the blitz like that is going to make the difference for me in this matchup the versatility of the O-line to give Jared Goff just an extra beat of time to make the difference. And I think, look, like if there's any team that gets empowered by narratives, it is Dan Campbell and his Detroit Lions. So I, I think the Lions win this one. I'm not, I'm, I feel very anxious about it. And personally, I'm, I, I will be turning my Twitters off. I will be, I will be <laughs> watching in a veritable black hole because I won't be able to handle it. So I just, 32 years since a win in the postseason. 32 years. It's so long. Wow. Wow. There's, there's, there's Lions fans out there that uh, have never seen it in their life. Weren't even born yet. 
Unbelievable. All right, let's end with the Eagles going up against the Bucks. The Eagles, they're limping into the postseason. They have just been horrific the last few weeks. Granted, their schedule has been very tough. Uh, and meanwhile, the Bucks finding new life with Baker Mayfield. Uh, you've got a Bucks team. They're getting three at home. They're getting three at home. The over-under is 43 and a half. I'm probably going to play the under here. That's my play in this matchup. How are you playing this one on Monday night? To me, my play is that the Bucks win this game for a couple of reasons. But number one, in their first matchup, if you look at what Baker Mayfield did on 10-plus air yard passes, it wasn't good. He was 3 of 10, like 71 yards and an interception. Since then, he's really picked up that deep passing, downfield passing situation. That's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Since Matt Patricia took over from Sean Desai, it's not that the defense has, like, gotten worse in the secondary what's really happened is they've allowed they, they've allowed quarterbacks more time they're not as effective or as often with the pressure so now you're giving bake bake a little of extra time mm, okay and you give you get you understand that now we understand that now you know dave canales crafted this offense where rashad white catches passes pretty reliably i mean he he's setting some next gen stats records in that regard so you're looking at that and you're saying okay i've seen this decline and then we don't even know. I mean, A.J. Brown wasn't seen at practice. There just feels like there's just too few options for Jalen Hurts. And, you know, obviously we saw last week, Giants fans know this very well. Blitzing worked. Jalen Hurts was not able to handle the blitz that the Giants brought after him. And, you know, who blitzes at the third highest rate in the league? That would be Todd Bowles. So, uh, again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, getting you and me, all of us, locked and loaded for Wild Card Weekend, which, by the way, um, the Houston Texans scored. Uh, C.J. Stroud found Nico Collins for a touchdown. So now C.J. Stroud, 6 of 10, 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nico Collins, 3 of 74 in a touchdown. Singletary has carried the ball three times for 32 yards. He's averaging 10.7 yards per carry. So, again, another prop bet uh, over yards for Singletary. Looking good right now. Uh, We're still just getting it started. 14 minutes still left in the second quarter with some really good stats here for Joe Flacco, Njoku, as well as Singletary. Texans up on the Cleveland Browns 10-7, but Cleveland is driving once again. Uh, they are in the red zone. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, so what now? Um, so now Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots coaching carousel uh, each and every year. We're, we're talking about anywhere between, you know, seven, nine, sometimes 10 coaches. And, and that's kind of where we're at this year. Um, so Jared Mayo now becomes the head coach for the Patriots, uh, but no surprise here. This was what was in the making and, uh, he's 37 years old, former Patriots linebacker, um, knows the Patriots way. So not a lot's going to change just younger, new voice, um, you know, new, new organizational culture in that regard, uh, than Bill Belichick. So. Uh, and there's some also some there's some talk that uh, that that Mayo is going to bring Josh McDaniels back as the offensive coordinator, of course, because we know he was fired from the Raiders earlier this year. So that's what's going on with the Patriots. Uh, some other news in regard to the coaching carousel, uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders. It looks like everything is, is pointing towards Antonio Pierce um, getting the job. Uh, he did interview with the, the Tennessee Titans. 
Uh, there's also some talk and speculation that uh, that Davis wants uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, there's some talk and speculation that Jim Harbaugh might leave Michigan. Okay, and if he does, I think there's going to be a lot of teams out there that would be interested in him. But my gut is telling me that Antonio Pierce, the way that he was able to step in, coach the Raiders, uh, a team that uh, players really responded well to him. Um, you know, I I think I think he's uber deserving of getting the head coaching job for the Raiders. As for Seattle, Pete Carroll is out. Um, apparently, quote unquote, not football people made this decision. He wanted to stay. He wanted to coach another season, uh, but it's it's just not happening. So um, not sure what's going to happen there. Uh, some people are, are talking about uh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn coming in and becoming the new head coach for the Seattle Seahawks. So keep an eye on that. Listen, it's a tough division. It's a tough division. I don't know if that's that's a job out of all the head coaching vacancies that are out there. And I think a lot of people would love to have Dan Quinn. I don't know if that's that's one that I would want. Uh, and then, of course, there's Washington. Ron Rivera is out. Keep in mind, they have the number two pick in this year's NFL draft. So uh, you're either you get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Uh, you know me. I love Drake May. I'm all about Drake May. That's who I want. Um, and now that uh, Dan Snyder is out, they actually have a, a pretty solid ownership group. So good ownership group. Um, number two pick. Washington, I think, could be a really, really attractive landing place for a number of people. So uh, we'll see who goes there. Uh, the Chargers looking for a head coach as well. If Harbaugh leaves Michigan, to me, in my opinion, I think the best landing place for him is the Chargers with Justin Herbert. Um, I, I think I think that's a really great match for Harbaugh if he does leave Michigan. Apparently, Michigan is um, pu putting down the, the full court press uh, to try to get him to stay um, and, uh, and, and try to run it back and win another national championship. Atlanta, um, that is a job, head coaching position that's open as well. Uh, offensively, they've got a lot of talent. They play in a soft division. Do they maybe try to trade for Justin Fields? Do they try to trade for Kirk Cousins? Or is Kirk Cousins a free agent? Bring Kirk Cousins in. The Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta is a landing spot, a potential landing spot for Bill Belichick. Just FYI. And then you've got Tennessee. Not a place that I would want to go. Uh, I'm not sold on Will Levis, and they've got a horrible offensive line. Uh, they've got a lot. They've got a lot that they need to do there to get Tennessee um, in, in, in a better standing situation. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Carolina, which I'm not sold on Bryce Young. He's 5'10". And I, I've got friends who won't even date dudes who are 5'10". How's he playing in the NFL? I, I don't know. I, I mean, Carolina, and a horrible ownership group. Did you guys, by the way, Julian and Chantel are producing the show tonight. Did you guys see the video of the Carolina Panthers owner throwing a drink on Jacksonville Jaguar fans out of his box. Did you guys see that? It went viral. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see it. I got to see that. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? You're the, you're, you are the owner. You're the owner of this ball club and you're throwing your drink on, on fans. I mean, can it get any worse 
And and I listen. I understand. He's got to be. He's got to be absolutely miserable. You know the fact. Look, we're, we're watching. We're watching C.J. Stroud here. Um, he's definitely going to win Rookie of the Year. And now Texans have scored again. So C.J. Stroud, 183 passing yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the first one went to Nico Collins. The second one went to uh, Brevin Jordan. 76 yard, 76 yard touchdown. It was kind of like more like a, just like a, a like a little dump, and and Jordan just uh, put on the burners. Dude is fast. Um, took it, took it, <laughs> took it to the house. 76 yards. So now the Texans are up 17-14. Texans are up 17-14 against the Cleveland Browns. Still 12 minutes left in the second quarter. But, yeah, I mean, if, if you're the Carolina Panthers and you're, you're watching this and you've been watching C.J. Stroud all season long, and listen, not to say C.J. Stroud, I don't know if C.J. Stroud would have the same success that he in, in Carolina as he had with, with the Texans, but it, there's no doubt he was the best quarterback that came out this year for sure. So, um, and, and of course Carolina gave up the world to go up and get Bryce young who, again, I just, I think he's too short. You know, it's, it's, it's an out, it's an, it's an outlier, outlier situation, um, for a quarterback, you know, like Drew Brees, um, I'm trying to think some other short, you know, Drew Brees, the one that stands out to me, you know, for a while there, obviously Russell Wilson, uh, was, was, you know, obviously in, when he was in, um, when he was in Seattle, um, you know, obviously was quite good, but in Denver, not so much, but regardless, you know, it's, it's, it's very hard for a quarterback to be that small and to see the passing lanes over six, four, six, five offensive linemen. It's hard. It's hard to do. So uh, I just think Bryce Young is is in for uh, some tough sledding uh, in his career. 800-919-3776. So this is is where it is right now. Again, not sure what's going to happen in Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin. There's some talk and speculation that he won't be there. I don't, I don't know how you give Mike Tomlin up. I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, definitely top five. And you're going to let him walk out the door? I certainly would not. So there's that. And I know there's some talk and speculation here. Is, is Robert Sala safe with his head coaching position? There's some talk and speculation that he is not. Jets fans, what say you? 800-919-3776. Um, you know, with, with, with the, the coaches that are out there, um, Mike Vrabel, uh, Bill Belichick. If Mike Tomlin becomes available, are these are these coaches that you would rather have over Robert Sala? 800-919-3776. We'll take your calls on the coaching carousel next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, the Texans just had a punt, so Joe Flacco has the ball again, and uh, let's see what magic um, he um, he can he can be ready to to produce. We'll see what happens um, later on tonight. Of course, we've got Kansas City going up against uh, the Miami Dolphins. Weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely just brutal. I was I was looking on uh, on social media. One media person who covers the team post. I went to school at Syracuse and had to walk to class several times 
throughout the four years, I you know, and again, I'm just I'm paraphrasing here. Um, in in the four years, I I I was on campus, uh, in in cold, blistery, horrible weather conditions, and never have I felt as miserable as I feel right now. So just to kind of give you an idea, um, I just I don't know, I I don't I don't know I don't. I don't know how Miami is going to put even a point on the board. This is this is going to be really interesting, intriguing to watch. Uh, coming on your way a little bit later at the top of the six o'clock hour, uh, we're going to hear from um, we're going to hear from Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. Joe Wiz is going to join us at six thirty, so we'll get a lot of picks, a lot of plays, how to wager on all of these weekend these weekend wager, all of these wild card weekend games. Also, Moke Hamilton is going to join me at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. We'll dive into what's going on with the Knicks as they get ready to take on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. We'll have some picks and plays for you there as well. Um, so, uh, and, and just a reminder, back on tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7 a.m., getting you ready for uh, fantasy. Uh, you, Even though the fantasy football leagues are over, um, you can still play DFS. And so getting you ready for that in the first hour. And then of course, Mike Tannenbaum and Amani Toomer will join me at eight o'clock, taking you from eight to 11, getting you ready for all the remainder, the remaining four games two tomorrow, two on Monday. If you're just tuning in, maybe you're not aware that the Pittsburgh Steelers Buffalo bills game was moved from tomorrow at one o'clock um, to, um, to uh, Monday at 4.30 because the weather conditions in Buffalo are supposed to be absolutely brutal tomorrow. By the way, uh, you might hear a dog barking. Um, I, I, I now have a new addition to the family. I now, I now have a fourth dog. His name is Pierre. Um, and um, I had to bring him back down or back up from Florida because my mom is not doing well. Uh, she's in the hospital, so I had to bring her dog up here. And uh, he has gone from living in this, like, you know, um, home with uh, an elderly woman um, and um, uh, in, in, a, in a nice little, you know, uh, well-manicured, kept neighborhood to the big city. And it's been really overwhelming for him the last three days. So, uh, and he hasn't, he hasn't caught on yet that, um, that mom now, his new mom, uh, works and he's going to have to be quiet for three hours. So I, I'm, I'm working on that. But yes, you, you might hear a dog bark more than you normally do right now because we do have a new addition to uh, the family up here, and that is Pierre. So um, where was I going with this? I, I did, I did want to dive into what's going on with the Jets, right? So what do we know about the Jets? We are going to have uh, Rich Samini as well as Jordan Renan on with us tomorrow as well and do a deep dive into both what the Giants and the Jets, what we can anticipate this offseason. You know, they're not active and attractive. They're not playing, yet uh, there's still a lot going on around that team. So what do we know? The Jets finished 7-10. and 10. Um, they've got, they have $16 million in cap space, which isn't a lot. Okay. They're bottom of the barrel in regard to cap space and, in money that they could spend in free agency. They do have a top 10 drop pick. So, you know, obviously that's positive. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a team that is going to need a lot of help for Aaron Rodgers moving forward in, in a lot of different places. One, obviously with the offensive line, uh, Becton is going to be a free agent. He allowed 17 sacks this past season. Bye. See ya. I wouldn't want to be a see you later. Um, who do we know is going to be back on this offensive line? Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be back on this line and Tipman is going to be back on this line. Outside of that, uh, this is a team is really going to have to be aggressive in, um, in, in, in the draft. 
and really focus on some getting in some offensive linemen because it's not just starting offensive linemen, but it's also getting the depth. And they're coming in. They only have $16 million in cap space right now. They're going to have to get really, really creative uh, because it's not just offensive line. It's, uh, it's, it's also getting, getting some wide receivers. As we know, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a free agent after this year. Uh, you know, he's, he definitely has been able to contribute to the Baltimore Ravens and their success this season. What if the Baltimore Ravens go out and win a Super Bowl? Um, but we know that Rodgers has been interested in bringing Odell Beckham Jr. over. Devontae Adams is somebody else. But, you know, if, if this is a Jets team that's cap-strapped, will they be able to afford Devontae Adams? Probably not. Uh, on top of that, when you look at their defensive line, five of their top 10 defensive linemen are free agents, right? Bryce Huff, 10 sacks this season. That's a guy that you don't want to lose, but they might have to. They might have to. So, you know, offensively, Aaron Rodgers is going to need some protection, especially now, um, you know, he'll, he's, he'll now be 41 going into next year. Okay, he's going to be 41 going into next year. He's definitely going to need some help offensively with some more offensive weapons around him. And then on the defensive line, this is a team that's going to lose some guys, especially that that front seven uh, to, to free agency. And so how do they lock and reload? Especially when you only have $16 million worth of cap space. They're going to have to really, you know, Joe D is going to have to work his magic. And then, of course, there's the, the other storyline out there. You know, is Robert Sala really safe? Is his job really secure? I believe it is. I personally believe it is. I think this season would have been uh, much different. Obviously, I'm not going out on a limb here. If um, if Aaron Rodgers would not have gotten injured, but is it safe to have the conversation? Could he have done a better job with what he was working with? I think not. I was never sold on Zach Wilson, and really, I, I you know where this team went wrong was not loading that quarterback room with a better backup quarterback that God forbid anything happened to Aaron Rodgers, which it did. Somebody could have stepped up and been more productive than Zach Wilson. Um, so that's, that's where I stand. But, you know, again, Jets fans, there's, there's some really good coaches that are available right now. Bill Belichick being one of them. What if Mike Tomlin becomes available? I love Vrabel. Um, you know, is is this would would you like would you like to see Woody Johnson kick the can on that? Do you think they're having discussions within? Uh, I I do not. By the way, I think that I think that this is going to be a Jets team that's going to lock and reload and come back with Joe D and and um, and Robert Sala. I, I just think that they're really going to have to work some magic here, especially in cap space, uh, to to get this team to have the depth that it's going to need in order to really make some noise, especially in that division. Because the Bills aren't going anywhere. The Dolphins aren't going anywhere. Uh, that's for sure. 800-919-3776. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Giants as well as take your calls right here on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 